Hello and welcome to episode 53 of No Other Crack Pod. Hi. So we're probably going to start off today's podcast by doing a little debrief off our buster, which Yay. happened last week. <laughs> and we're only recovered. Yeah, and it's just the older we get, the longer it takes to recover from an old hooli. <laughs> well, to be fair, we had a full action packed day. Mm hmm. We headed off from Letterkenny at, we had met, about one o'clock mm-hmm. in the orchard. Yes. And then we headed on our merry way mm-hmm. across bumpy Luxalt. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you know, I was even looking at some of the videos and pictures from whenever we were driving over Luxalt. Mm-hmm. And it literally looked like we were on a water bus at times. <laughs> you know the video that I took panning oh, yeah. across with you opening Prosecco or something? And all you could see was the water outside the window of the bus. Oh, it did look yeah. really cool because it was kind of a low bus. Yeah, we were very blessed with the weather as well. Mm, it was sunny. So we had done our pit stop on Luxalt. Mm-hmm. A few people had said they never had toasted champagne overlooking a beautiful view. So there you go. Yeah, it was a first for some. And it is a really, really nice little lay-by on the left overlooking kind of Downings and Dunfanaghy and Kerrygart and everything. Yeah, it was lovely. And then we headed on to stopping Glen. Mm-hmm. The old Glen bar. And we had some beautiful beer box selection of sandwiches. Oh, they were just... Actually, I don't know why I'm saying they were divine. I never got one. You didn't eat any? <laughs> no, because I, ke- I left after we handed them out to let's go out to the toilet. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Um, I had, yeah, I had one like a little wrap with like cheese, ballymaloo, ballymaloo, mm-hmm. <laughs> and ham. It's delicious. Yeah, smoked salmon ones. Smoked salmon, avocado, and peanut rayu. Re- is that what you call it? Is that what it was? Yeah, that stuff's so wow. good. Jesus. Fair play to you, Margo. You make a beautiful sandwich. You sandwich. Sure do. <laughs> yeah, they are gorgeous, the beer boxes. We and get them far too much. <laughs> Yeah, you're big fans. Mm-hmm. And then we headed for the Downings. Mm-hmm, the Downings. And it was risky because we came before the 12th of July, but we were quite fortunate. Yeah. I, I really need to see your father kick the bell. I know. It's a pity we, we went to the Harbour Bar where Dad works, but we were there before his shift had begun. Yeah. And then we went over to the Goose and Gander and had pizza and had our cocktail. Yeah, there was a cocktail named for no other crack pot. It was like very citrusy. Yeah, what was it? Tequila? Pineapple? It was a margarita, a frozen margarita. Yeah, it was. It was so refreshing. It was delicious. Well, Darren had a lot of regular margaritas as well. Four, was it? (laughs) Four. His cocktail of choice. (laughs) Oh, I had a dark and stormy then. Oh, yeah. They're lovely. Oh, yeah. I had an espresso martini as well. Yeah. So everyone enjoyed the pizzas. Had cocktails, hit the road again, and we went over the Harry Blaney Bridge. <laughs> to the tune of Enya, Sail Away. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was so magical. And Patricia was spouting out facts about the bridge interspersed by 20 Enya. million. 20 million. <laughs> worth every penny. <laughs> it was worth every penny. And it was so like the sun was shining and... Oh, everyone was in fine tune by the time we were heading across that bridge. <laughs> <laughs> because the lovely Hugo, Hugo from Donegal Busters. Hugo was, slash Hugh. 
Hugo Sashu. He doesn't mind. A gentleman. He doesn't mind either. He'll take either. Gentleman upon gentleman, like what a lovely man. So patient and great crack. Um, but what was I going to say about Hugo there? That he's a gentleman? No, but there was something else I was going to say. Oh, he had a GoPro set up, you know. Oh, yeah, and it fell, like, just while after I was, the bridge. I was screeching Maniac 2000. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then we ended up in the stores bar in Port Salon mm-hmm. to just top off the day. Yeah, and a few of us done a beach walk, you know, that we walk up to the right as well, where you can kind of walk down to the beach. Did you walk? Yeah. <laughs> what? Why was not I invited? God bless you. Why um, wasn't I invited on the walk? I don't know, you must oh. have been away in already. Uh, away into the pub. Oh, I probably was. <laughs> <laughs> I was entertaining the inside guests. Yes. But it was just so nice. Like, it was such a lovely sunny evening, too. And a few people were just remarking on the beach. They hadn't been to the stores and they didn't even know it was on the beach. Like, they were so impressed. Oh, yeah. It's fab. And then, yeah, then you headed back to Lurkenny and that was the end of our tour. Mm. However, not the end of the night for many. No. Um. So, yeah, big thank you to Donegal Pub Tours, Hugh slash Hugo. And I would yeah. highly recommend them. Yeah, I would definitely recommend Donegal Pubtures. Like, because he had, Hugh has like a, a microphone and a speaker on the bus too, <laughs> which is like where we were kind of doing our little mini guided tour and playing music and stuff. He was saying we were a very civilized group, in fairness, I, I in think comparison to some of the mayhem he experiences. Yeah. There was numerous bottle, bottles of whiskey on one of the trips he took, he was telling me. Mm. Sure, look, we are civilized, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was such good fun. It was so nice. Like everyone was, was getting on yeah. really good, and it was a great atmosphere and a nice mixture of different places to go. And yeah, we were blessed because it was sunny and dry the entire time we were out and about. Yeah, so it'll not be the last. No, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, just moving on to <laughs> a brief. It's not even a fact check, but I don't know. Did you see? I put up a poll this evening. Last week we're on about <laughs> chicken on an omelet. So the, hmm. the poll is neck and neck. Or sorry, it was neck and neck. It's actually changed since the last check. So forty one percent are saying yes to chicken on an omelet. Fifty nine percent are saying no. Yeah, because Darren viscerally rejects chicken on an omelet. That's where this is sparked from. And then I was thinking there's chicken fried rice. So that's technically egg and chicken. Mm. And rice. But anyway, we'll see how that pans out. Mm-hmm. And I also had sent it on to the Unilad article. People left disturbed after seeing how crab sticks are made and they will never want to eat them again. You, but you didn't delve into it or click into it, did you? I eventually did then and there actually was a packet of crab sticks in the fridge and I dumped them. Oh God, okay. I did dump them. It was, it was rough. stuff. I don't know, I just found them handy as a snack if you're like very hungry. <laughs> you're like, whoa. <laughs> but I, yeah, the video, Jesus, it was heroin. Like they make it all into a big mush, a grey mush. And then it's all colouring to fool your brain. Oh, God. Yeah. So anyway, they're dumped now and I'll never eat them again. Oh, hope you find a nice alternative for yourself. <laughs> Real crab? Yeah. Perhaps. <laughs> um, you didn't watch anything on TV, did you? No. Honey. Myself and Darren are going through a bit of a crisis where 
Darren's having commitment issues with TV shows. So okay. I, I'm glad you're saying this because we're very much so in synchrony. Mm. I'm just, I'm just, is it just because it's summer? I don't know. It's like, I, I like, I'm not bothered to watch anything and I can't focus. I can't get into the groove. Now, I did watch something just because I felt like I had to watch something the last night when I was hungover. Mm. Um, but so you watch nothing now? I think summer yeah. people don't watch things. Well, we just watched. We have started yet another show, which Darren now doesn't think he wants to continue. Just watch a film, Darren. Yeah, so like we're watching all the pilot episodes of like 10 billion things, but we've watched the first episode of The Americans on Netflix. It's a show that's been out years. There's five or six series of it. Um, it's got the actress Carrie Russell in it. And it was like, I actually enjoyed the first episode. I'd be quite happy to continue, but it's about two. It's based on a true story as well. Darren, did you know that? And it's two Russian spies. They're like sent over in their like late 20s, early 30s from Russia um, to be to infiltrate kind of the American government from within as civilians. So they've kind of like an arranged marriage where they have to pretend to be suburban American couple. And then at night and they go out and do all their Russian spy stuff. Um, but they have two kids, like, and everything. Like Mr. and Mrs. Yeah, so Smith. it's kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, that front the end thing. Of the yeah. So, yeah, we watched the first episode of that and to be continued. Is it a drama or a comedy, like? Oh, drama. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, there's kind of a few wee funny moments in it, actually. The husband's a wee bit funny. I liked it. It funny gets really high highly rated. Like, it would be, it gets 80-something on mm. Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. So that's all that I'd say that's all we've watched in the meantime anyway. Okay. Mm. I, all I watched this week was it was a strange one, but I was looking on Netflix and I never watched the film Drive. Oh yeah, great movie. You didn't like it? Do you think? Yeah. I don't know, maybe it's because I was hungover from the most. Yeah, well, I wouldn't watch it hungover, like it's a bit dull, like depressing, mm. but yeah. a good wee movie. 2011. I love that in, what do you call the that? Music. The song at the start. Can't even think now. Oh, it's like, oh, I know what. Yeah, I can hear it in my head, but I can't. It's all shifty. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's Ryan Gosling and Carrie Mulligan and Brian Cranston and mm. there's a big cast in it, like. Mm. I just think, you know, there's sometimes you watch something when you're half hungover and you're like, ah. It's a bit melancholy. Yeah. It is. Yeah, that is the word. It's very visually appealing. Yeah. Jesus, it's Lots awful gruesome. and everything. Mm, awful gruesome. There's a lot of times. violence on it. Too much violence. I'd say we've only seen it once, Darren, haven't we? But we, we did really like it at the time. So what was it on? Yeah, it's 93% in Rotten Tomatoes. Mm, From the last one, right I would have really. Yeah. I am so excited to see the Barbie movie. Yeah. The clips I've seen are just so funny. It's meant to be actually genuinely good. And the, see, I thought it was going to be funny. And then on the way over here, actually, on Spotify, a song. Did you hear the song from it by Billie Eilish? What's it called? No. Um, What I Was Made For right. by Billie Eilish. It's very sad. Oh. Very sad indeed. <laughs> I'd say there's lots of symbolism in it. Yeah. It's and like, puns. And puns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, geez, they all just looked amazing at... Mm, some of the, the openings of it like but what i was made for i was listening i was like god that's very sad what i was made for i'm like looking up the lyrics now 
really getting deep here. Mm. But uh, Billie Eilish is amazing. Yeah, she's good. Oh. Um. Anyway. I was reading a thing about Margot Robbie today that she made everybody wear pink on set. And if they didn't wear pink, she fined them and then donated the money, I think maybe to breast cancer awareness or something. So everyone on the set had to wear pink or else they had to cough up the money for charity. I thought that was quite quirky. Like, yeah, pink's a great colour on her. Mm -hmm. She just, she, as I said before, she looks like a, just a real Barbie. Um, Yeah, she's stunning. What else was I going to say now? Yeah. Oh, this is the lyrics now. I used to float, now I just fall down. I used to know, but now I'm not sure now <laughs> what I was made for. Taking a drive, I was an ideal. Looked so alive. Turns out I'm not real. Just something you paid for. Oh, God. It's very deep. It's very deep. Yeah. But it's oh a gosh. nice song. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I can't wait for that. And then I was looking at, very funny, in the last week, you know, the, is it Oppenheimer? You pronounce it. Mm-hmm. The film that's coming out with Killian Murphy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, did you ever see that picture before of, you know, the film Ants? Mm-hmm. Somebody compared Killian Murphy to that ant. <laughs> oh, God. And he actually does look like the ant. But I've seen so many memes then about it. And it was like, somebody told me Killian Murphy looks like this ant. And now I'm attracted to this ant. <laughs> 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 but it's it's shocking. Mm. Hold on, there, Some there's the ant. Look, doesn't he? Oh yeah, he does. Same eyes. Yeah, he really looks like that ant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a beautiful ant. Mm-hmm. That is from the film Ants, though, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Killian Murphy, like. Can't wait for that movie either. I know because it's got Emily Blunt as well. I love her. Yeah. So Barbie's out this like this July Friday coming. First yeah. is the two of them, isn't it? Was oh, the two of them out in the same day? Yeah, I think so. Oh yeah. Or within days of one another, anyway. Yeah. Um. So that was all my real crack on watching. Mm. Oh, I had one actually piece of it's quite mad movie trivia. Go on. So you'll never guess it, but the right, trivia or you'll, this, it's not. It's kind of like movie trivia. So among the top five hundred grossing Hollywood movies of all time, this movie is the most profitable in terms of return on investment. Oh. So return on investment, <clears throat> I suppose, means like the amount that was actually spent on the movie in comparison to the profit made. So you know the way, obviously, like a Marvel movie could be like highly, highly grossing, but then it could have cost multi-millions yes. to make. So it's basically so, the profit margin. Yeah. On the movie. Yeah. So Darren's got his hand up. Yes, Darren. Oh, can I guess? Yes. The Blair Witch. Nope. The Blair Witch. You're on the right track and away for the second oh highest. I've got the highest and the second highest here. So this is You'll the never guess the first because, Darren, I've seen it now. And that's brilliant, but you've not seen it. And Would I, I don't have know seen if it? Trish has seen it or not. Can we... What genre? Romantic comedy. From the early noughties. Love Actually? No. It's so random. I probably didn't see it then. Do you want to guess, Darren? No. <laughs> okay, my big fat Greek wedding. Away. Yeah. 
No, I actually never seen it. It's so good. Is what you call him in that? Aiden from Sex and the City. I was thinking Russell Brand. <laughs> no, no, you're thinking of like Sarah Marshall or one of those. Oh, <laughs> get him to the Greek. Oh, yeah, rub yeah. the furry wall. Rub the furry wall. <laughs> That's a great movie too. <laughs> With old problematic Jonah Hill in it. Uh-huh. What? I don't even. I don't know that crack. Oh, we'll save it for World Wide Web. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, please. Ooh. Nobody's getting cancelled. Yeah, yeah, actually, but yeah, I just Sorry. found that. Um, so yeah, that was among all Hollywood movies in the top. I was reading. I it's actually if anyone's really nerdy about data, please request the link from me because there's a whole big data chart about the top movies in the past fifty years, like in terms of profitability, gross. Is this like an Excel Excel sheet or something? No, it's a graph. Oh. Bar graph. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to sound smart. Um, no, but it is. It's it's boring data but yeah. it's like it is actually quite fascinating it's all these movies that you think would be gross high gross things okay. but weren't really but um among all hollywood movies in the top 1500 at the box office this is from like 1500 from the past 50 years or something paranormal activity <gasps> then has the highest return after my big fat greek wedding i am shocked because paranormal activity cost feck all to make there's no high profile people in it. There's like minimal cameras, minimal special effects, Blair Witch. minimal post production, and Blair Witch is probably like if you looked at the data, I'd say it's up there too. That because was a it's very up, good guess, Darren. Yeah, low budget, no stars in it. So it stands to sense, but it's just funny because you wouldn't think of them as like these massively successful movies in a sense, but yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying with the Marvel films and that, that they cost so much to make then and you're... And even the marketing of them, like their marketing budget sometimes nearly matches the production budget. Interesting. I request this graph. Yes, I will send you the graph. Thank you. So uh, on Paranormal Activity and then I'll shut up about the nerdy TV guide, but the return on investment was over a million percent. <laughs> that is mint. <laughs> This is like, um, I love this man, Seth Godin, if anyone's ever heard of him. He's like a marketing guru. But if you ever go on Seth Godin, just go on www.sethgodin, honestly, it'll come <laughs> off. Um, and you can sign up to his daily words of wisdom. He sends you this like little 200 word piece of wisdom every day. Sometimes it's a bit longer, but it was him who sent this. So he sends you a lesson then. He'll tell you a piece of trivia or a wee fable or something. And then he always says at the end, so the lesson from that was, the lesson is simple, but ignored by most investors and entrepreneurs. The goal might not to be the biggest. The goal should be to achieve your goal. Wow. So basically like, you don't have to be the biggest or the best, but you should always make a return on your investment at a minimum. And then you could end up being the, most profitable movie ever made that's very interesting yeah so then anywho world wide web anyone <laughs> world wide, oh, i'm just i'm engrossed in the in the statistics <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad somebody is and <laughs> um, world wide web oh god mine's mine's very boring now i thought like this is a strange one i'm post they're doing digital stamps now mm. And it's like, who sends letters? <laughs> <laughs> is this a joke or like, 
<laughs> a fact. I just think if you're the kind of person to send a letter, you probably want to go in and get a good old fashioned licky stamp. Yeah, feck, I need to post a Depop order tomorrow. Oh. Anyway, and, and actually, speaking of Depop, so I sold something on Depop there last week. And by the time it was sold, I was like, I think I'm down money. I know, because they take 10%. The postage. The postage. On posts. Yeah. I think it was like... At least nine euro if you go registered. I didn't go registered. I think it was about seven euro. Christ. Got Damien to pay it though. I was like, oh, you won't post that for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I must start doing. (laughs) But anyway, so yeah, on posts. In their app now, they're doing it. I suppose it is handy for some people, but it's like a little digital stamp. So you write out, it's a little square and there's like so many letters in it and you just write that on your letter. And mm. there you go. Post it. Is this news to you? No, I heard about it. Just not. But like that, <laughs> I don't think I would bother with it either. You want the licky stamp? Yeah. <laughs> I want to piss my stamps. <laughs> yeah. Oh, stamps. Well. Mm. But um, it would be handy, right? I'll tell you when it would be handy. We didn't actually, well, no, we did. When you're posting wedding invitations, that would be handy. Do you think? Rather than licking and tacking for a Donegal wedding, like I wonder, is 100 there, stamps. I wonder if they're like, um, yeah, but then you're going to have to type, you're going to have to manually write A6B4, you're going to have to write the stamp. Don't I, I think it's marginally cheaper than a paper stamp as well, though. So you might save yourself a wee bit. Yeah, but you still have to write all them flipping stamps, like. Yeah, it probably would be worse than sticking them. Is it possible to buy a stamp licker? I'd say second <laughs> everything's on Amazon. I'm sure there is something. Okay, I'll look up a stamp licker there. Well, like a tiny amount of water. Can you tell me about... Cup. You could, yeah. Don't want to saturate my stamp, but... Yeah. Until we lit. <laughs> Do you, do you want to tell me about Jonah Hill? Oh, yeah. I, did, I wasn't actually going to go here, but... I'm just interested now. Up. And I actually don't know where I sit on this yet. So I'd be keen for you to do your independent research and maybe we could regroup next week. But the scandal that's broke that's trying to cancel Jonah Hill is basically a couple of years ago. It could be slightly less than a couple of years he was going out with this pro surfer and model called Sarah, I believe. Somebody might want to fact check her name. Okay. And she's come out lately with these texts that he sent her about his quote unquote boundaries. Mm-hmm. And it's this really like scathing text. It's on Instagram. Like they used to DM each other on Instagram when they were going out, like, weird. which is a bit weird. But anyway, it's him saying, like, I don't want you wearing bikinis in your Instagram photos. I don't want you hang, hanging out with other guys. All this type of stuff and being like, you need to respect my boundaries and all like, and it was really, people are saying that it was like very narcissistic controlling, like therapy speak that he was using to sort of control her and it's like a bit rich to be telling a model slash surfer not to wear like a bathing suit in her instagram photos and then it's her replying being like can i just keep up this video because it's like a really good wave that i surfed or something and all this stuff but anyway she 
just kind of leaked these to the press days after or like very shortly after his baby was born to another woman so like you know they've been broken up for a good while and he now has a new baby to someone else Mm -hmm. so obviously the timing seems a little bit yeah better but um yeah so everyone's debating now whether he is like a misogynist control freak or whether she's just kind of bitter and jaded and we're not seeing like both sides of the text threads really and it's all very messy but when people then are only skimming headlines they're kind of just automatically canceling jonah hill Mm because if you only read his text you would just be like yeah what a d exclamation mark ck but whenever i read into (laughs) both sides i follow this kind of like semi-conspiracy theorist called house and habit on instagram and she had she always gets all the best dirt and she found loads of other screenshots and stuff house and habit yeah it's like house i am habit and she's got a jonah hill highlight (laughs) where you can uncover the whole story and she reckons she's part of the whole surf community in california too and she's like no 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 jonah hill is not the bad one here oh so yeah that's the tea i still don't know where i where my loyalties lie here. yeah her name is sarah brady sarah brady yeah that's very interesting. I'll do some research for next yeah. week. And then I'll just watch her highlight. <laughs> yeah, just watch House and Habit's highlight. And sometimes yeah. I don't agree with House and Habit. She does a lot of stuff on Jelaine Maxwell and all that. She's mm-hmm. loads of research done on that whole Epstein thing. Um, but also she hates Meghan Markle with like quite a vicious passion. Which Piers I Morgan find, level. Yeah, I find her quite off-putting when she starts going on about Meghan Markle because House and Habit loves the royals. But and oh. she hates the Kardashians as well. So like, but then other stuff she puts up, I am quite interested in. She calls herself like a civic journalist because she goes beyond the mass media story. But sometimes she gets a wee bit cray cray. Okay. But um, my only other World Wide Web was something me and Darren were do a wee game we play sometimes when we're eating our dinner. <laughs> so we were watching the Paul Rudd Hot Ones. Yeah. And then I always start going to Darren, right? Who would you rather go on the beer with? And then I do like someone or someone. And I was like, Paul Rudd or and, oh like, my God, and, like, I all love these it. people to see. And like Darren was picking Paul Rudd over pretty much everyone. Yeah. The only people he chose over Paul Rudd were Will Ferrell. What? And Lars Ulrich from Metallica, but that's because of yeah, his well, his love for Metallica. You're fangirling. Yeah, more so than like the company. Yeah. Um, was that the only two, Darren? Mm. And I was saying like Paul Rudd or Owen, Will- Owen Wilson, Paul Rudd or um, Ben Stiller, Paul Rudd or Bono, Paul Rudd or The Edge, Paul Rudd or Brendan Gleeson, Paul Rudd or like all the cast of succession um who else oh yeah you're making it very easy for and to be fair i choose paul rudd over will ferrell paul rudd or oh, darren chose will ferrell and then paul rudd over john c Riley. um paul rudd pretty much oh and then darren yeah. could, was really struggling with paul rudd or chris o'dowd oh. now that's a toughie oh i'd go for chris o'dowd yeah because darren was like they're pretty much actually the same person can we bring the two of them <laughs> That's cheating, but anyway, that's our wee dinner game. <laughs> that's your dinner game? Yeah. <laughs> and like, how long have you been playing this game? 
I do it all the time. Don't you, Jared? It's and actually, Jared never does it on me. It's very one-sided. I was going to say, yeah, who would you go for lunch with? Paul Rudd over <laughs> absolutely every... Over Darren, even. <laughs> joke, joke, not over Darren. Yeah. But over everybody. <laughs> over everybody except Darren, Clara, and Scout. Sorry, Trish, even Aww. you. Yeah. Well, actually, if you want to throw me some curveballs, Darren, you can, but... Paul Rudd or Sarah Jessica Parker? Paul Rudd or Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, fuck. But it's going for drinks. Like, I don't know if SJP would be that fun. Yeah. Even though I do love her. So not Paul Rudd. If it was like shopping. Paul Rudd or Kim Kardashian with her little pint of Guinness. Paul Rudd for drinks. Paul Rudd. Kim doesn't drink. <laughs> Paul Rudd for drinks. Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm a big drinker, like, but I just feel like Kim, me and Kim, then like the, two, the two of us would be as dry. <laughs> Paul Rudd would have loved the bus tour. Just get the vibe. He would. I just feel like he's just, he's got the riz. <laughs> Please don't <laughs> use that word. No, says you. <laughs> says me. <laughs> he's got that. <laughs> um. So. Oh, actually, Trish, Paul Rudd or Pedro Pascal. Oh, that's tough, isn't it? <laughs> Darren's getting so thick. <laughs> Papa. Well, he's not really. He's laughing. No. If it was me, I would be going mental. I no Pedro Pascal because I think he'd be good crack. Yeah, he would too. That's a toughie. Yeah, see, no, it's he, a good game, isn't it? I've already sussed him out for the sesh. He'd be good crack. Yeah, that is a good game. What do you call it? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Darn. Uh, who would you go for a drink? Or I always go. It's either dinner or drinks. I always go. Who would you go for dinner with? Like so and so. Snog Mary Void. <laughs> or yeah, it's kind of like that. And then who would you go for pints with? But Darren's very specific about like the pints person. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, so if anyone wants to play at home, let us know who you, who <laughs> who or who who'd you choose? Who'd you who's play your, it with? Who's your rat or die? <laughs> um. What was I going to say? I'm so distracted by the game. You've been thinking now. <laughs> when, am I, when am I going for drinks with Pedro? I know. Then you get way too into it and you think you are doing it. <laughs> um, I was looking up as well. You'd mentioned about niche. Niche. Um, Podcast podcasts. Podcasts. So I read a whole um, article on niche podcasts. Some very strange ones out there. So there's one called The Pen Addict geek out all, over all things stationery so they just talk about stationery items oh my god and to be fair i'm interested you know i feel like my friend eve keely would listen to that <laughs> yeah like i love stationery where else there was a good, another few good ones um south paws south paws is the furry podcast to inform you keep you laughing and make you feel less alone so it's just people of the furry community or people who are Furry curious. Oh. You know furries? What's a furry? Okay, we'll move on. <laughs> Was it dirty or something? I think it can be dirty. Oh. Furry conventions? Oh, God, no. They let us into their world by what they're sharing, what they're reading, watching, loving. Yeah, it's, it's dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> um, she's am. Um, What's it like to be a woman in magic? That's what professional magician Kayla Drescher is attempting to answer in her podcast, She's Am. Get it? 
There's one on cybersecurity. You'd probably love that. Yeah. Called Eighth Layer Insights. Oh, oh no, I don't have time to go on another spiel. But Qua- oh. no. Do you want to go? You're kind of, you're killing it tonight with the spiels. I'm enjoying these spiels. Well, there's just something that say with, um, and then I'll not interrupt you again, but so cybersecurity wise, because phishing has become so sophisticated now, people are basically like taking little snippets of your voice and then they can actually use it and change it to make you sound distressed. So it would like ring a member of your family and be like, I need you to send me money. And it would sound exactly like you. So cybersecurity experts are saying that we should all have like a safe word or a safe question with our loved ones in case this happens and you're curious. And Darren, the cheeky thing, said that his question would be like to me, would you make me a cup of tea? (laughs) Or it would be me asking him. And then if I was to discern his It'd be me asking him, would you like a cup of tea? And him saying yes. And I'd know then. You're one to disarm Darren. She'd be like, who would you go on the beer with? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Or Paul Rudd. Yeah. He doesn't say Paul Rudd. I know. That's <laughs> it. But it says every family. Like, it's probably a good thing now to think of with your loved ones. What your, like, questions or a word would be in case you did run into bother with that fishing scam. Oh, like there's so many scams now. Yeah. So sorry, that was just my cyber security snippet. Another podcast then. I thought this was hilarious. It's called Denzel Washington is the greatest actor of all time, period. (laughs) Great. True. It's just the chat about how they think Denzel Washington is the greatest actor of all time. Hmm. Like there's plenty bang for your buck there. Um, So yeah, that's kind of most of the list now. They're, They're the ones that caught my eye. Oh, sorry. There's another one. Called Give Bats a Podcast. <laughs> Give Bats? Bats. A podcast. It's for bats and their defenders. Oh my God. The whole world of bats you don't know about. So there. give give bats a podcast a chance. There is a there's content out there for everyone. Wouldn't be fond of bats now. Mm, no. God no. There was a bat in at work one night when I was on night shift. And uh, I had to like wrap my head because I was afraid. I think that's a, a big fear of anyone with bushy hair that the bat will get <laughs> into your hair and like live there. Nest. And just set up shop and oh my god, get a nine to five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Babies and all. So <laughs> yeah, that's all the crack there now. Any recommendations? Don't go on a twelve-hour bender around the Atlantic Drive. <laughs> Um, no do actually because everyone seemed to love it <laughs> um, my well I have two recommendations but I'm not quite complete them yet so they're sitting on the table there but I'm reading two books at the minute I don't know why I'm reading two at the one time but anyway so it's confusing one is called Disaster Inc by Keeve McDonnell Keeve C-A-I-M-H I've never, never heard seen that it. name in my life it's like Oh no, it's not even like Neve. Keeve. Probably that's why I'm no, because Neve. We sound like Americans trying to pronounce Irish names. McDonald. Kiev McDonald. Um, and it's a really good book. It's a fiction about all these people who are in a New York diner that gets held up. I see a pint of Guinness on the front there. Yeah, it's really funny. Like so, it's about the main characters called Bunny McGarry, and apparently there's a trilogy Mm. before this one, but it's about an Irish an Irish Garda slash sort of private investigator type person 
and now at the minute he's on an adventure in New York and it's really comical. You love anything NYC related. Yeah, they had me at New York. But actually I saw the foreword for that book going viral on the internet because the foreword's just really funny. On the internet? <laughs> on, the, on the internet. And I just, and I bought the book purely based on the funny foreword. I didn't even look up the description. So it's called Disaster Inc. And then the other book I'm reading is The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid who wrote Daisy Jones and the Six. And I'm powering through that. It's very good as well. You were convinced so, by Daisy Jones and the Six. Yeah. So they're two good books if anyone's looking for something fictional to read. Very good. Um, recommendations. I had forgot to mention it was a few weeks back that I had been in Derry. I, was t- I think I was telling you, not on the pod, that we had gone into a place in Derry called the Yellow Yard. Mm. It's like a thrift shop, but like... It was such a fun day out. Me and my friend Gronya went in and uh, we went into the Yellow Yard and there's about like five, five or six secondhand stores within walking distance of each other. But like, it's a different world mm. in Derry compared to like, I think in the Republic, they haven't really caught on to the whole thrift store pre-loved, s- vibe. pre-loved vibe in the actual secondhand stores. I think they are catching on to it. Mm. But like Gronya got a lovely real denim jacket. I didn't get anything, but I enjoyed nosing. But the yellow yard. It's, oh, I'd love to go there. It's lovely. Like it's painted all yellow and there's like a little bicycle out the front and it's real quirky looking like. But it's a very entertaining day out if you're not actually shopping for anything in particular. Mm-hmm. But they've it laid out so like, like some of the shops you just think it's brand new stuff you're getting like. Mm. God, I want to go. Yeah. I love thrifting. It was just a great day out. Had lunch there. Yeah. Where did you just go for lunch? Um, we tried to get into it was a brawn that you'd recommended before. Oh, yeah. But it was actually closed Aww. in the evening. So we just went across the road. We just got a I can't even remember now where we were. Just got a standard bog standard sandwich. Aww. It was no beer box. <coughs> Excuse me, moi. So that was all my recommendations. Mm. Just give it give it a go. In Derry, oh, the thrifting. And then Belfast know. is very good as well. I'd love to try Belfast. Yeah. There's cool bits in it. Oh, the charity shops in Letterkenny are quite good. They're coming on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're not nice, like a nice dedicated place like that, but. Yeah, I just think it's good for a wee nosy. Mm. Um, so that's all my recommendations. You have no more? No. No. You're all finished. Well, my only wee thing I was going to say that I forgot to say was, have you <laughs> met the robot Kelly's at the mountaintop yet? No. They have one of them wee robots that serves food now. They do not. Yeah, it's class. That we mentioned like yonks ago. Yeah. It's made it to LK, guys. There's I can't a robot believe in Kelly's and everyone's We mentioned going that mad. and like, why are they going mad? Well, there was a wee, there's a thing about naming it on social media, a competition about name the robot. And then everyone's like, these robots come and taking our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I swear that's the comment, like. But like, at least the robot's taking the heat off the poor other people. First it was a Polish, now it's a robot. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Exactly. Settle like, down. Guys, settle. they're not taking your jobs if you don't work. <laughs> <laughs> and if you can't work for medical reasons, that's different. <laughs> I'm trying to think what episode did we mention the flipping robot in? But yeah, I'd seen it down in, yeah, in Mayo. Navens and Mayo. Yeah, it was like literally one of our first two or three episodes you had and said this shocked. last year. 
I'm sure we have our own. Like, I've been so excited ever since you mentioned it. I really wanted to have a robot serve oh, my it was food. In episode 10. No, it was in Navens. Navens or Navens are. Navens. Oh, because Darren was in that place before. Yeah. They, they had two robots. Episode they 10. named theirs. You see, so the mountaintops looking to name theirs. So, yeah, get naming, folks. Bertie and Bella is the ones in Navens. So they only have one in in Centrum and Kelly's yeah, mentor. I think it's just the one anyway. You, you, ta- you tap its wee face when you've lifted all the food off. Does it look like a cat on the robot face yeah. sometimes? Yeah. What price are we talking for these? To buy and the robot? Yeah. No I'm, idea. Somebody. Oh, oh, I have a price. Guess. Go on, guess. Meow. <laughs> 750 euro. Are you having a laugh, Marie? This is going to the do the oh work gosh. of 10 men. Oh 700. <laughs> you know I'm terrible with figures. You are so bad. Don't let her near the slush fund. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I wouldn't pay a lot for 13,650. 13,000? Yes. That's a joke. That's like not that cool. How much is the salary? <laughs> 13,000 for the one for that one with the catty face. 13,650. Now you can get... Oh, there's another one then. 16,000. There's kind of crappier looking ones as well. But anyway. Well, yeah. this one looks still there in fairness. So I don't know why I was saying 750 euro. But yeah. Like, you wouldn't get a hoover for that, Marie. <laughs> Third, yeah. So anyway, if you want to come up with a wee name for it. What would you call it like? <laughs> Paul Rudd. Yeah. Um, have you any trivia? No. I was just going to ask you, <laughs> which pop star was born Destiny Hope? Destiny Hope? You like her? You like this girl? Shania Twain. No. <laughs> Destiny Hope. Destiny Hope <laughs> Twain. Destiny, Destiny Hope. Destiny looks like her. Come on now. Destiny Hope. Blah. Destiny Hope. Beep. Surname. The beep is the surname. No idea. And the Destiny Hope was replaced with one first name. My Pop star. 30. American. Child star. Come on. Britney Spears? No. Maybe. Miley! Miley! Is that her real name? Miley Cyrus was born Destiny Hope. Had no clue. And do you know where I figured this out from? Hmm. There was a TikTok. Imagine I was on TikTok. Hmm. And it was Dolly Parton. And she was speaking about... She was introducing Miley Cyrus on something. And she said, she was born Destiny... (laughs) 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 She was born Destiny Hope. What a southern accent. (laughs) So yeah, she was born Destiny Hope. And then I knew that Billy Ray had called her Miley because she was so smiley. Oh, I think I Sweet did Niblets. Know. I think I did know that was her nickname. No, I just thought they actually called her Miley. Miley Cyrus. So Destiny Hope Cyrus. Sounds like she'd work in a different kind of establishment. Yeah. Gosh. Gosh. So that's all the crack. Well, that was a great piece of trivia. Okie dokie, folks. We shall chat to you all next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.